everyone. We're back here again today to bring you some more Veronica and some pet updates. Um, today, um, Tony is not able to be with us, so our producer and show owner, Emma Dowd, is going to co-host today and ask the questions to Veronica. Hey, Emma, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Going through the day. Um, really <laughs> glad to have you here today so we can get this all done. And I'm going to tell everybody that all of my animals today are in good shape. Guinness continues to um, respond to this. It's called Extend. It's like MSM and uh, 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 glucosamine and collagen. It's like this mix. And I put it in his little food thing every day. And he is now, you know, now let's face it, he's 18, years, 18, 19 years old here, and he's, you know, no spring chicken. But he's getting around. He's eating well. He's pooping well, which is essential. And he's still, you know, disciplining the cats. I figure the day he stops disciplining the cats is the day i got to worry. Um, he is being Guinness as best as he can be. Now, he's not the Guinness he used to be. But who is as they get older? And so I'm very pleased. And all the rest of the babies are doing good, too. Everybody's spoiled rotten to the core. Are your babies spoiled over there, Emma? I know you've got some dogs. Oh, yeah, they're totally spoiled. In fact, I got one that's really needy. He's my little uh, dachshund. And he's kind of gotten into, he's always been a character, but he's been tattletailing a lot. So, like, two times, uh, what happened was we were, we were putting up the, taking down the Christmas decorations, and we had, we had stuff in the, in the garage while he followed us in there, and then I'm sitting there in the living room, and uh, we were like, where's, where's Waffles? So we found that he was locked into the garage. So we opened up the door, he comes flying up to me and completely um, tells on my spouse. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen, and he was so upset and I'm like, I understand, but I said, you shouldn't have gone in there. And I said, we didn't know you were in there, you know. And so um, the other day, uh, it just happened on Tuesday, my dad had come over and was working, uh, and was doing his laundry because he got a new place doesn't have a, um, and doesn't have a uh, washer and dryer. So I was in there cleaning. I, I had to clean the wash, the dryer after he was done because there was a Sharpie that got loose and marked up my entire inside of the um the the washer and dryer. We had absolutely no idea where this thing came from, but we used some goo gone to try to get rid of it. So he had to leave, and I'm staying back, and I'm cleaning it up. And I had the garage door open, so I didn't get completely high and screwed up. So I uh, all of a sudden I feel this little this little poke on my shoulder a couple of times, and I look back. I'm like, oh hey waffle, and I'm like, wait what waffles? What the hell are you doing out here? So then he started whooping at me, and he looked out the door, and sure enough, there goes my two other dogs running down the sidewalk and just running away. <laughs> like, Thank you for telling me. I got him back in the house. He was happy, and then I had to go after the other two. So he's becoming a oh talent tale and a little spoiled. Yes, it's called pet politics. This is what this is called. <laughs> in fact... In fact, I have him on my lap right now, and when you heard the the the, um, the phone beep, that was his nose touching my phone. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. He's participating. I I did that. He is I participating. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I'm gonna go off and get Veronica, and 
you can say hi to our audience today, Emma. All right, I will do that. Well, hey, everybody. I am glad to be back. Last time I was here was around December, and um, I was just about to go into a surgery, and I'm glad that I've been able to come back. It, I feel so bad that Tony's suffering with, uh, with with something right now, but I hope she feels better soon, and I hope she comes back because I'm going to miss her too. Uh, I enjoy talking to everybody. I enjoy talking to them every week, and I know that they enjoy talking to you. So, Veronica, are you there? Mm, good day to you. We are here. Good day. It's been a while. How are you doing? You know, dear, we're always good. You just decide it and you become it. That is our philosophy. You know, I I love that concept, and I really wish people were able to do more about that here. But it's hard, I guess, because there's so many other distractions that get inside of our head, and, and it, I would love for it to be reality. that easy. Yeah. yeah, and it's a thick, dense reality, and that makes that's a challenge. Yeah. Well, are you ready for our questions? Yes, we are, dear. Okay, well, here comes the first one. This one is from Perry, and Perry says, for the last couple of months, I've been thinking of myself as a frequency. I practice raising my frequency as high as possible, Will a higher frequency make a difference? That's a good question. Yes. Yes, it will. Having a higher frequency allows you more mobility in a thick, dense reality. If you become aligned with thick, dense reality and become thick and dense yourself, it's like being knee-deep in molasses and someone asks you to run. But if you take the time to a meditative moment or a quiet moment and you practice raising that frequency up, it allows you to be able to maneuver through the reality a bit better, Um, especially if you focus on your own energy. If you're focusing on physical reality, you are going to take on some attributes of the sickness. But raising your frequency is always a good idea because it opens also your energy to higher realm beings who can help you. Um, that can, you know, maneuver with your energy and help you move through the reality a bit better. So we are a great supporter of anyone attempting to raise their frequency. And practicing it every day is probably one of the best things you can do while you're here on this planet. So I have a question on that a little bit more. So let's just say I want to do my frequency and get it higher. And you said through, like, things like meditation. So what do you do when you meditate? to do that, to achieve that? Well, what you do is, first of all, you're all very overwhelmed with input every day from the reality. Other people's energy, the planet's energy, the political things, all that that energy can drag your energy down. So a good thought to have when you're going into a meditation, a cross meditation can be many different things. It doesn't have to be the traditional ohm. But if you're going into a quiet moment, let's put it that way, visualize yourself as, say, maybe a spinning top or visualize yourself as an electrical frequency and raise it up. Feel your body lift up with that frequency up and out of the vat of molasses that you all stand in every day with all the other outside negative input. And 
visualize yourself lifting up and out of that denseness or stepping out of the bucket of mud or stepping, stepping away from the molasses and lifting yourself up like a stairway into a realm that does not have the thick, dense molasses moment going on. And by visualizing that in your head, your body responds, the cells respond to that, and they aspire then to become a higher frequency. So do the visualization with it as well, because oftentimes that can help one, especially those with a creative mind like yours, will find it to be a great help. I like that. Okay. Well, I hope that helps everybody if they didn't know what to do when hearing that but want to try it. So now let's go to the next question. This is from John. And John says, I frequently see fast-moving lights in one of my rooms in my house when looking on the camera that is in the room. My dog doesn't see them, um, doesn't seem to notice these lights as she's laying on the couch in the room, in that room. What are these lights and is there a way that I can communicate with them? Well, they're called orbs. Um, and a lot of times those in spirit will take that refracted light moment, which is caused by a camera lens. It kind of refracts the light and creates this orb moment. Now, orbs can be seen without any camera um, around at all. But if you're seeing it from a camera, it means that the lens of the camera is creating this orb moment. And that's what energy looks for, sort of like a vehicle to drive a little closer to those they've left behind in the linear. So what you're seeing is a lot of spirit. And they take that created moment and use it to their advantage. Now, the reason that your dog doesn't react is because the dogs and cats don't need a refracted light moment to see spirit. They don't view the orbs. They actually see the energy way differently than humans do. And so that's why your dog was sort of like, ho-hum. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, they're orbs, so what? He sees them, he, she sees them all the time. Next time you see an orb, take a moment and look at it and say, you know, I wonder who this is. Because those in spirit are constantly seeking avenues to connect with those they have left in spirit, left on earth. So decide that you're not just going to dismiss it, that you're going to start thinking about it a little differently. And you will find that there will be great comfort in knowing that those who have left before you still care, still want to know what you're up to, and will come visit through this sort of manufactured means. Now, that's one way. It's also when a spirit really is powerful and really you know, knows what they're doing with a lot of experience, they can create the orb themselves. So there's kind of two different ways that this can happen. But we thought we would put, point them both out to you so that you could try it for yourself, so that you could see for yourself, and perhaps, you know, find comfort in knowing that you're not alone. Well, very good on that one, and I hope that helps him out. Um, my next one is with Janet, and she says, I am reading the books by Michael Newton about life between lives. Those accounts told to him by people in trance often refer to themselves as a name other than the one that they're called in the linear. Do we all have spiritual names in the eternal? 
Yes, you do. Now, you have to remember, every time you incarnate, you probably will have a different name because circumstances would be different. And if you were to come in as a female, you probably wouldn't want to be called John or Stephen. Or if you're a male energy coming in, you probably don't want to be called Sue. So, yes, this this is something that happens. The names of are usually frequency-oriented, but they can be translated into names. So, yes, you do have a spirit perception, but you also have the linear moments, and some of you have thousands of linear names um, that you've had while you were incarnate. So, but a spiritual name does exist, but where we are at, it is by frequency, not by tonal quality that it is used. Very good. So, our last question is by Carrie. Carrie says, it seems as if there is an increase in either individuals who have had near-death experiences or maybe it is that their stories are more widely circulated and accepted now. In their description of those experiences, quite often their journeys are similar. Have these people been chosen to return to Earth to pass along these messages, which are oftentimes one of love? Well, yes, it, there's no program in place that people are following. It's just that some energies, when they cross, they haven't crossed completely. And usually they are sent back by spirit who say, not your time. It's sort of an error that you sort of stumbled into this moment. They weren't chosen so much. Um, it's kind of a random event when that happens. But they do come back normally with uh, beautiful messages beautiful representations of connection. So we, from where we are sitting, find it wonderful that that is a probable moment because there are some who don't believe in the afterlife, some that just don't believe it's going to happen that way, or some have a very distorted picture of what happens. And knowing that there is a place of love, acceptance, and beauty, and having someone come back and say, hey, I saw it, is something that a linear being really wants to have, is that full accountability that they were there and they came back and said something. Because spirituality a lot of times, and even religion, is based on faith, where you believe it even though you haven't experienced it. So a lot of times, even those who would not normally have that experience and say they got there and they didn't believe in any of it, they thought they were agnostic, there was nothing going to happen, and they crossed, and they find out it's way different. So that also is helpful to those who are in the linear that might be in despair. So we'll say that, yeah, there's a lot of individuals who cross at the wrong moment and come back. And we think that's a good moment for everyone because it gives those who don't believe the opportunity to change their beliefs and those who do believe to reinforce the moment and know that when the linear life ends, you're continuing on into another chapter of your existence. All very beautiful, all very much needed in your reality. Well, Veronica, that was that was amazing, and you have definitely earned a break. So go ahead and take a break, and when you come back, you can give the message to the world, and I'm going to tell your listeners how they can find out more.
All right. So, everybody, thank you for tuning in today. This is always fun. It's enlightening. And um, it it's definitely makes you it makes you think. And I think that's the most important part. We always have to see what else is out there and know that there's more out there than just what we want to or being told to. So um, with that, I always encourage everyone to send in your questions, and you can do that to innerwhispersradio.com. And, of course, if you would like to have a personal conversation with Veronica, you can request one at any time by going to aprilreadings.com and set up your appointment with her. So, uh, Veronica, are you ready? Yes, we are. Well, here we are. Another moment in time where we can all connect. Connection is very important. A lot of people call themselves loners, saying, oh, we don't like people all that much, so we kind of stay to ourselves. And looking at the world sometimes, <laughs> from our perspective, we see those that one would not want to connect with so much. So we understand the statement. But perhaps consider connecting spiritually instead of linearly and work on making that spiritual connection whenever you can. Spirit is always available to blend with you, always wishing to embrace you with heavenly hugs and energy. Don't cut yourself off from that. Take the time and that dense reality that you're all trudging through to connect on a very high frequency to your soul. Your soul, and we've said it a hundred times, your soul will never let you down. People might let you down. Other energies might let you down. But your own soul never will. You have a long, wonderful, meaningful relationship with your soul. You are an extension of it. And while you're in this reality, your soul can be a comfort to you. So we'd say use connection whenever you can to reach out to your soulful energy and participate with it. You'll never be sorry that you did. Being incarnate in physical reality, especially in times of trouble, it can be very lonely, it can be scary, and... It can make, leave you feeling full of anxiety and stress. Sit yourself down, go over the linear day, and just be. Feel the frequency. Feel the energy. Feel the love. Get rid of all that linear jibber-jabber that's going on in your head. And just sit and be for a little bit. You may find that you're a little bit more interesting than you thought and that your soul is even way more interesting than you thought. Take the time to reconnect. Don't worry so much about connecting to physical things. They're fleeting, and you can't take them with you. But focus on connecting spiritually. All that goes with you. That is something you will never, ever lose. Isolating yourself and not extending your soul to the outside Make sure that you connect soulfully whenever you can. Decide that it's more important than anything. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you enjoyed that message, and I hope that you will take it to heart and apply it into your own uh, lives. 
And again, thank you for coming and, and spending some time with us. Again, you can always find us on Inner Whispers Radio if you want to send your questions. And of course, you can always talk to Veronica anytime by going to aprilreadings.com. So until next time, stay safe, stay happy, and we'll talk to you again. Bye.